mean, she was up in the double hundreds. It's called three hundred. Yes. Yeah. But well, you know. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, you get three. Yeah. To get you up into the double hundreds. That's right. Orthogonally adjacent. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. And I'm Matt. Uh, today we've got um, Reavers of Midgard. And I'll say that I got this a couple years ago, Gray Fox Games, and it has been on the shelf of shame since I got it. I, I was, it got good reviews and I got it and I was like, oh, I don't know. And, and then I just, we never got a table and in an effort to, lower the shelf of shame contents uh, I dragged it out and I read the rules and it wasn't too bad and then Brian of course read the rules again and you know we were rock and roll and playing this game pretty quick so uh, Brian you want to sum up the uh, reavers for us sure um, each of us is basically running a Viking longship that's trying to win the most glory victory points however you you calculate them for your clan set of cards that are in the game, the Reavers themselves, represent one of three different clans. And every time you get a new dude coming to you, you've got a choice of what to do with him. You can either just turn him in for more dice, which gets you extra power in your ship, or you can turn them into long-term benefits so that every time you go to a particular location, something good is going to happen for you. Or you can assign them as your leader, and the one that's your leader turns all of his clan symbols wild or hers or hers there are some female all of their their clan symbols wild and gets you a benefit for for the clan so you've got the the main board is set up with like six different locations you can go to and so you can raid keeps and villages you can you can trade with some people you can subdue these territories you can get new reavers or you can set off on a sea battle oh, yeah, in the middle yeah out in the middle and the sea battles are just straight up victory points you pay a bunch of food send your ship off and try to get through and you have to have the right dice available to get to get there or you can just straight up battle it yeah so the key to the game is on each of your turns you pick one of those locations to go to and by picking that location you get an extra benefit but then everybody else around the table follows you and gets to do the same action the same location which i'm told is very much like puerto rico that was the first game that i played that used that kind of style of thing many moons ago benefits there are like getting extra favor at one location or extra victory points from the sea battles or at a couple of the locations you actually get to do the action more times or when you're raiding villages and keeps if you're the one who chose to do it you just get to draw a couple of extra prizes off the top of the deck Mm -hmm. Um, and with all those locations you're collecting with the raids you're collecting these sets of things that at the end of the game are going to give you points for having certain members of the set yeah it's like what the tapestry the art the treasure armor I think that's it the four of them and they're different each one is a different um you know point total for it yeah those were the keep spoils mostly yes and then the village spoils also had things that could upgrade your ship 
dumb. And, and all the artifacts. You could have up to four artifacts alongside your ship. Oh, that you're talking you about hold like, extra dice slots. Oh, and the extra symbols. Those are cute. extra symbols and things. Yeah, yeah. The ship upgrades were those extra symbols yes. that you can use once per turn. Yeah, the meat of the game is just picking a location, getting the benefits from there. Whether that's new dudes or subduing. When you subdue a territory, you get an immediate benefit. And at the end of every round, you're getting victory points for each of the territories you've subdued. So those are ongoing victory points for you. Yeah, and then the dice all have different symbols on them. Mm -hmm. And they have, like, there's hammers on all of them. But each has, each color, three colors have different wilds. They've got... Yeah, so like the red time, looking at it here, does not have any chests. So it's lousy for raiding the village. But it's got shields and a ship on it. So it's useful for raiding the keeps and for sea battles and such. Whereas the blue clan has two chests, so they're good for raiding villages, but no ship. But again, all of those, if you have the clan dice of your leader and get managed to get it set to the wild side, then you can use it for whatever you need it to be. So there's flexibility there. Yeah, so this yeah. is... Uh, we got it out there, and I still was skeptical. And then we started playing it. It worked really well. Mm -hmm. I think that everybody getting to do something every time somebody does, you know, goes to a certain place, you know, if you're, you have two spots where you just go to for free, getting new um, Vikings and the resource area. Yeah, trade. The yep. rest of it is, you know, you've got to pay something, and so you might not be able to do it. Uh, it's like, but food. if you if you even if you can't do it, if you don't have the food or you don't have the shield symbols to raid or something, then instead you can choose to rest for that action, and you get a die of your choice set to whatever side you want it to, or you just grab two food so that you'll then be able to pay for the next action that comes up. Yeah, and this is a total point salad. You've got towers, farms, walls. You've got like um, you know little subdue the stuff, the treasures, the artifacts there's so much going on yeah there's these prophecy uh. cards that you can collect that gives you end game victory points for doing a lot of whatever yes and you're just trying to keep enough dice in your boat so that you can you know do stuff when everybody goes to the different areas so it it worked really well everybody liked it we played it three or four times over the last week everybody in our game group has played it and enjoyed it once you kind of go through the first turn, then you get most of it, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not uh, difficult to pick up. It's not yeah. hard to explain, you know? I mean, it's a dice game, but you're not at the mercy of the dice because there's so many ways to get opportunities to set a die to the color you wanted. And, the, of course, the power of the leaders where you're making sure that most of the dice you're coming in are a particular color, your leader matches that. And so you get to use most of the dice as whatever symbol you need it to be. Right. But I will say it's it's balanced. Like that is always what I get hammered on, and what I got hammered on this last time was you literally have to do everything in the game. Yes. Like again, just like Ragnaroks that we talked about earlier, it was I went into it knowing where I had messed up in previous gameplays, and this last time I was well ahead of everybody the first go go out but then over the course of the game you can do mini battles for walls or what is it it's walls towers farms. and farms, farms yeah. 
and there are certain dice that you have to give up and compromise and all of this and my brain was going I am going to go do a bunch of sea battles with these dice so I'm not going to use anything on walls or towers oh that was my mistake the first game and by not doing that it's like if you had five towers there was this amassing of large scale points Mm -hmm. that I just gave up and I screwed up the first time and Chris the second time was like yo man you should probably grab this tower and I'm like no 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 I'm not going to do that I don't want to waste these dice and that's what hit me again the second time I figured if I was far enough around the board in the hundreds that even by not doing it I would still be ahead, and it just completely screwed yeah, up my it's, end game. It's kind of cool how they did that, because with the towers, for example, the first tower you get is three points. First three towers you get are still three points each, but the moment you get that fourth tower, now suddenly all of them are worth four each. And once you get to six, they're all worth five each. So if you can go heavy into one of those types of things, you get bonus victory points, five, five bonus victory points for having the most towers as well. So, I mean, there's if you can get heavy into one type, then it's awesome. But if somebody else sneaks out that last one ahead of you... I, I think everybody that has won has been the winner of the towers. Mm. Because that's like 35 points right there. Yeah. Which is a nice little chunk of change. We've learned doing a lot of sea stuff, not not really helpful. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. trying to do that first game, and it, it failed me. Yeah, it, that's what I did this last time. I was like, oh, yeah, six. I think I had six sales, and I was like, Yeah, you're spending four feet every time and all yep. these dice, and I, I got good points out of it, but I had no in-game points. So during yes. the game, I had built up this nice lead on the board, and people were looking like, yeah, you're doing great. I'm like, I'm, I, I really didn't think I did because I knew I didn't have those towers and these other things going on. Yeah, if you get a prophecy that's like add an extra point for your towers and you get two of those, one of those, now they're worth six points each, or two of them is seven points each, and then you get the bonus. You know, that's a lot of points. The powers that the Vikings add to your boat are really cool because they activate, even if you can't do the raid the village or the keep or the whatever, you still get to do whatever that is. Yeah, you and get those benefits first, and then you decide if you've been activating the location or if you're just going to rest. Yeah, and one of the good ones is give up a die for a farm because the farm is the low end of the tower. It goes mm-hmm. tower, then wall, then farm at the bottom, and it's still give up a die, and you win those. You get a bunch of towers, and now we're talking like 21 to 28 points. Of, yeah, know. six or more farms, you're talking three points each. So you're talking yeah, 21 points right yeah, there. Yeah, so you, you, six. you know, it's nice. Um, another thing that um, we were playing, oh gosh, I don't know, last, I don't know, sometime last week, and there was a combination of Vikings that had the farm cards on them draw two, keep one, get rid of the other. And mm, those are nice. I told Jeff, better take that. Emma was playing. She said, that's a really good one. Yeah, we saw that the very first game. Like yes. three people at the table had those things. And that's so I was nice. not one of those people. <laughs> yes. And he didn't take it. And Emma took it. And, you know, she just had ended up getting three of those on her Ray the Farm. And Ray. it was just like so much you're going through. If you get those shields for the boat, which are extra die types. That's phenomenal. And, you know, she ended up winning. She put up a big number for that one. It's like 235, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, those powers that go along with the each of the four sections you actually have to pay for, 
Those are great. Um, I was able to get the one where you get four food underneath the one where you go on the Navy and mm-hmm. battle, and it costs four food. So no matter what, now then cost me a die. I've got four food. I don't have to worry about that anymore. So it's a lot of combos that go in there, yeah. and it's you know it's really a well done game. It's fun. It's you know it's getting quicker, and I don't know unless you go for the sea battles you don't realize you're out of it until you know, the end <laughs> so but yeah it, it's so good that we're actually there's a game before this that it's called champions of midgard and we're looking at that game yeah. because we enjoyed reavers so much yeah i was just thinking i, I don't know the cards that you gain for the leaders have attributes along the bottom and as opposed to using them as leaders, you can add them as bonuses to each of the specific to one of areas. The, one of the actions. Yeah. That you would do on the map. Right. Yeah. So that that's kind of what Chris is talking about. That if you can stack like all of these actions yeah. in one, every time somebody goes to that, whether you determine to do it or not, yeah. you're gonna get all of these bonuses on top of that. And I think that's where Emma got us too, because she stacked every time she went in she got like the oper- what is it uh, what are the black cards okay those were oh, the keep spoils yeah the keeps keep yeah spoils. so yeah. she had a card that gave her one for every single armor from the keep spoils and then she had stacked cards that got her keep spoils spoils. every time she went to certain locations so she just kept drawing off the top and drawing off the Mm -hmm. top and drawing off the top so then by the end she was counting out like i don't know yeah it was like in the teens of armor cards that went up to like 32 plus points just for having armor like 235 300 yeah yeah so that's the specialization we were talking about at the beginning when you take when you get a new reaver you either use them as a leader you discard them for extra dice, or you specialize them at one of the locations, and you're limited to up to three at each of those locations. So you can't like have five of them there where you're getting all kinds of stuff. But it's a fun game. Yeah, it was a every, huge success. And it's a full Enjoyed package. It. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good, oh, look, yeah. good component. And you got uh, green, purple, blue, and orange. So awesome pieces, you know, for your particular group. It uh, plays well with um, with three. Mm-hmm. You get to place the, the the magic boat or whatever again. Yeah, so there's still four actions so around. Still four actions around, and everybody gets one turn to place the extra um, ship. Yeah, so. we should have specified. You can't go to an action somebody else has already gone to that round. Yeah. So that means four out of the six locations are getting activated every round. Yeah. This is like a gray fox because what wasn't Ragnaroks? Ragnaroks, I think, was a gray fox game too. So that's. Well, Two pretty decent games coming out of Gray Fox that are um, Nordic-based, Viking-themed. So I didn't even check. Is it still in print? Can people buy it? Oh, that was the problem with Chaos, question. our favorite game other and yeah, ever, and oh. no one can actually buy it these days. Reavers of Midgard. Yeah, you can still get it on Amazon. Is Champions of Midgard is that still available? Yes, and it's actually cheaper than Reavers. I've seen some expansions for it. Ooh, yeah, Valhalla. Yeah, the the original Dark is Mountains. close to fifty, but yeah. Um, one complaint is that the five token for the chicken legs is a bigger turkey leg, and the horns, which are the favors, the favors yeah. it's a bigger horn 
and it just it it just bothers me. Yeah, it just it doesn't look that great. It's not. <laughs> I tried to keep all of those out and only yeah. grudgingly put them into play if somebody built up like ten. Oh, they did Tortuga too. Yeah, so they definitely should have just had a times five thing. So you put a chicken leg on there, and now you have five chicken legs because you run out of chicken legs and you know whatever. So, and that would solve the problem because we ran out of towers. I think we ran out of towers. We ran out of <laughs> you guys managed walls. to run out of towers. Yeah, so so I, I wasn't around for that guy. I've been singing too much this last week. Yeah, it is because Emma got so many of those farm cards that she just was able to roll through them you know and oh and another thing is like for there's a negative poverty the terror type. it's the terror so when you're taking over like the farms or getting victory points or whatever mm-hmm. you collect the terror and the first one's negative one then negative three it's triangular numbers oh, one three six ten eventually it's up to like 21 and then each one after that is six or yeah. something you know and jeff of course had to get 21 negative points. So, so, <laughs> he managed to collect all yes, the tarot tokens. He, he did. He has trouble with poverty from London and this. And uh, what's the other game? The Rats from, uh, gosh, Notre Dame. Uh-huh. That's an old one. So, But yeah, this uh, Reavers is great. Uh, everybody has enjoyed it. And it is still out there available on like Amazon and other sites. Yep. So uh, pick it up, and we are going to check out the um, – try and look into the champions to see if that's a, something we want to get. But, yeah, Reaver's a big surprise. Really glad we um, finally got that out yeah. to the table. It's a good time. So, all right. Is that clear off the shelf of shame? And yeah. It's what, a big yes. thumbs up. Well, it, it doesn't clear. I mean, it just, well, right. just makes, goes into it, the makes a tiny dent. <laughs> yes. So. It, it moves from the shelf of shame to the uh, shelf of going to be played again. Yeah. And um, there's a lot over there that, that hopefully is going to make that jump instead of, oh, my God, how do I get rid of this? So, yep. so yeah. All right. Well, that's it for now. And we will uh, look for you later. Check us out and um, spread the word. All right. Uh, take care. some chaos.